0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another Spooktober episode of We Watch Shorts, a subset of We Watch Shutter. My name
1: is JD, and who's here with me? It's Michelle with all of her cats, and they have the zoomies. That's Michelle. I don't know why
0: I started this. I'm going to stop that right away. Uh, guys. That's exactly <laughs> what I sound like. <laughs> if this is the uh, if this is the first time you're tuning in, thank you. Uh, so show normally is called We Watch Shudder. We watch new exclusive and original releases on the streaming service Shudder. If you don't know what that is, Google it. Uh, and sometimes we watch archive titles from Shudder. Again, if you don't know what Shudder is, Google it. This year we uh, wanted to once again release a new episode every single day in October, the same way we did last year. But we didn't have as much time to prepare So we wisely said, let's do horror shorts this year. These are all shorts that exist outside the Shutter library, but we've got links available. If you check the description of every episode, including this one, you'll find a link that will allow you to watch the film that we're going to be talking about. You probably want to do that because we uh, are going to spoil the heck out of this. There is no spoiler-free moment in this episode.
1: Spoil the heck out of it.
0: Oh, I didn't even see what I did there, you guys. That's Michelle, yes. by the way. I realize I've just been tirading here. Look, this is the sixth one of these we've recorded tonight. We've been at it for almost two and a half hours. Uh, and considering the film we're about to talk about, this could get <laughs> a little weird. How you doing today, Michelle?
1: Um, My cat was chasing her tail and ran into a wall. So I'm Sweet. doing great.
0: I once had a cat that charged across the room to attack its reflection in a mirror. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Cannonballed
0: directly into that mirror, fell backwards. It was hilarious. The cat probably concussed itself. That's not funny. (laughs) But when you're 12 years old and you see a cat collide with its reflection at about 20 miles an hour, it's pretty fucking funny. I
1: think it's funny that they're these fierce feline predators, and we have domesticated them, and they have become <laughs> idiots. <laughs> right? Huge they're fan just of that. Oh my god! Complete
0: dumbasses.
1: Beans and Samwise Gamgee would never survive two minutes in the jungle.
0: Never, never not survive. Once. Plus, they have
1: bells on; like everybody would hear them coming. They'd never catch a gazelle. For that
0: matter, my pup no Riley idea. would not survive in the wild either. This dog is twelve. Hounds. he's a cross between a dachshund and a yorkie and he tries to fight trucks he's not a
1: smart one I not a smart dogs. one and cats we have ruined them evolutionarily really speaking yeah. it's great or have like we Darwin, made them but in awesome
0: reverse. have we made them awesome maybe well Michelle? dogs have
1: evolved eyebrows in order to better communicate with humans so probably
0: yeah we've uh, do you use your powers for good or for awesome <laughs>
1: <How> <laughs> well, wow. let's see if Kyle Edward Ball used his his powers for. Uh, I can't believe I just made awesome. a Strong
0: Bad reference in twenty twenty three. Holy <laughs> shit! Anyway, yeah, uh, they what are we talking content. about, Michelle? Strong, Strong We're talking Bad about has new content. He's let's relevant not again. get. Don't let me derail <laughs> this again, you. Michelle. <laughs> I just gotta
1: tell you. Um, okay, so this is technically our third episode about Skinnermarink. It is. <laughs> it's technically our third episode. I'm just going to tell you, hello, if you're not familiar with Heck, it is the short film of Skin and Rink. Skin and Rink is a full length film that I am tired of defending, but I will adamantly <laughs> defend it. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Michelle, so I we're mean, doing shorts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this one actually as it might end up being the shortest one we're going to do. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're talking about Heck. Uh, if you've seen Skin of it's uh, a very polarizing film. Uh, people seem to either really, really enjoy it or really, really not. Uh, the short version is we saw it theatrically and then we watched it again when it was released on Shudder for streaming. Uh, Michelle uh, really enjoyed this film. I really did not. Is that more or less the summation of everything, Michelle? Mm,
1: for the sake of the opening of this episode, yes.
0: Okay, what did I get wrong?
1: Oh, no, it's going to require a way more in-depth analysis okay. uh, That's than fair. I can provide right now. So.
0: That's fair. So, guys... Uh, I've, I've uh,
1: developed even stronger opinions about Skinner-Marink.
0: L- well, let's just get into it, Michelle. We don't have yeah. a spoiler-free section. Tell us your thoughts don't. on Heck.
1: Yeah, so Skinner-Marink uh, and Heck, if you haven't seen them, we're about to spoil them. Uh, now that there's a lot of story to spoil, uh, here's where I think that uh, it's not an accurate description um can i just borrow the soapbox to stand on it for a second have
0: at it michelle i've got some medicine to take
1: sweet it's gonna take me a second to get up there i am short and pudgy and have very little legs i also would not survive very long in the jungle so the reason that i defend this movie so hard is not that i defend it as a movie Um, And the similar thing with the short film, I don't defend these as movies or short films. I defend them as experiences. And I feel like if people got to enjoy this as an experience instead of thinking this is a movie with a story and characters and all of the things that we generally believe a movie would be, um, I think that they would enjoy that a lot more. I think that's why the YouTube version works a lot better. Um, It does allow you to uh, become a lot more engrossed in it for a shorter amount of time and just focus on this and not feel like you're wasting your time as opposed to being stuck in a theater for an hour and a half not knowing what the fuck is going on. Um, Because I have had time to develop a stronger feeling about cinema ring and heck, I have realized that I think part of the way that I... I feel that it works as an experience is because I really enjoy watching horror video games and I feel like this is more that flavor of watching a horror video game or even playing a horror video game but I can't do that because I'm a scaredy cat when it comes to horror video games I watch other people play them and I really enjoy that um but thinking of of it on those lines like it's very similar to me it feels the same of a first person very weird perspective and whatever happens happens i'm happy to go along on this weird experimental journey uh, i feel like uh skin and got kind of screwed by being defined as like a scary movie people went in with expectations And then it was weird and it was too weird to be enjoyable. And uh, I feel like with this and Outwaters both being very weird, divisive films that came out in the last year that I hope we get more things that are considered like experiences rather than movies. I would like to see something like this in VR, for example. Heck through VR goggles where you can look around as the child in this weird environment and go closer to the TV and really feel enveloped in this world would probably be a terrifying experience. Watching it as a movie or a short film does not have the same effect. Uh, so yeah, I will keep defending it. That said, this is my second time watching Heck. I've seen Skin two or three times. I am way too skin and out of this. I did watch Heck at two times speed, um, and still not a lot happened. So I think I if I never have to see either of them again, I'm happy. But I have also just I've I've really delved into it and really analyzed it and uh had to figure out why does this work for me and it doesn't work for a lot of people. Climbing yeah, out the and,
0: and and like you mentioned, skin and the outwaters, uh I think uh, will go down uh as being the uh, the most hotly debated films of the year. I guess my question, Michelle, is yeah. I I I think I understand what you mean, where uh they should have tried to do something with the marketing of this uh to make sure people maybe understood what they were in for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how are you not supposed to think of it as a movie when it's uh, it's a movie that played in a movie theater um, I guess I, I'm not sure yeah. do you have any ideas on how they would have even gone about
1: that I think they could still do it in a theater but if there was something to let you know, like they do other special events at theaters. For example, they do like uh more accessibility friendly nights where they're like, the lights are on the sounds lower. Like they have ways of communicating with you outside of like a trailer or having a special event. If they had done this at the Fargo theater, instead of being a widely released thing at our large branch of Marcus theaters, which is in our area, if they had done this at the Fargo theater and the special, town. Yeah. It's a a much smaller, more indie thing. And they that probably would have had a much better reception, even if they didn't market it as an experience. This is a movie. I think that crowd would have been way more receptive. They got screwed by doing this as a a wide theatrical release instead of a small indie thing with the people who would appreciate it, i.e. me.
0: Yeah, I do I I think that's an interesting point. I never really considered that a, until you just mentioning it right now. Uh but you may be right there. This may be a film where a, a theatrical release didn't necessarily do it any favors. Um mm-hmm. because so much of the of the marketing that did happen was just people like, "Oh, it's the scariest thing I've seen in in forever or whatever." And yep. um I I don't want to uh, spend a lot of time uh rehashing things I've, I've said before. Uh, uh, but this, to me, I, what I would say is, I feel like um, I feel like this works better in, in heck than it does uh, in the feature Skinamarink. But neither one of them really works for me. Um, I, I, I don't want to say it's a bad film. Uh, I understand why people who like it like it. It's just not a kind of film like this is to me. Honestly, and again, I understood what was happening. It's just too much of not enough is the way I would describe it. It's too much of not enough for my tastes. Uh, Even as a 30-minute film, uh, this is still too much. I feel like you could have done this in 6 to 10 minutes tops, and I think it would be something that I would be able to say, I really enjoyed that but just because of the style of thing it's doing, it didn't connect with me at all. Uh, I can't fault the movie for that. Uh, it's obviously committed to what it's trying to do. I, I certainly appreciate somebody uh, trying uh, to to do something unique and inventive. And even if that theatrical release wasn't necessarily the best choice for this film, uh, I think that uh, I still want to support any kind of indie horror going to the theater. Uh, So, yeah, overall, I think Heck was better. Still, just too much uh, of Not Enough. The other thing I want to say, though, also, and I said this previously, is uh, it definitely feels like uh, when he was adapting from Heck to Skinamarink, it feels like he looked at Heck and said, no, no. This is not nearly impenetrable enough already. We need to make this so much more just dense and what the fuck is even happening? What am I supposed to be taking from this right now? Uh, I feel like from a narrative perspective or at least even from just understanding what I'm supposed to be seeing and experiencing as as you you called it. Um, I think that was a big part of my my inability to connect with this is for a long time I wasn't even sure what I was supposed to be experiencing. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, I like I said, I totally understand why why other people are are really into it.
1: Yeah, like think about this being in an art gallery for like yeah, that's absolutely. where the premiere nights. Like I just I think they screwed themselves over by this would be a like, perfect movie.
0: movie. Uh, this would have been a perfect movie for the VHS age where you could have done something where it's just like. Just again, Limited. just like a tape that people hear about, Ooh. and every now and then you find out that your your cousin's best friend's uncle has a copy, and it, you know, you work for six months to try and figure out how you're going to be able to see it. Like, I think, yeah, but uh, also, you know, cool that it did get that opportunity.
1: Yeah, uh, I do feel kind of bad that I hijacked this to talk about the fulling thing, but they're so similar that they go hand yeah. in hand. Yeah, um, I, I think you do... can't discuss
0: uh heck without yeah. in in the context of skin and Marink. Uh, yeah, because it's a like, little different
1: it, from the other ones. There's right. they're the same. They one spurned the other. Right. Um I think that making the full length one thing that I can absolutely say that's actually about the short film is that uh well I guess no, I guess it is about the full length, but uh taking <laughs> out the line, Mommy, I think we're in hell when it converted to full length was a huge mistake because that part of the short film is fucking chilling. Right. Um, Th- that's
0: the very that, end, that right? That's like me. the that's the last yeah. thing that happens. like, mommy, I think, I think if- we're in hell.
1: If, if we had watched the whole thing, and there's a whole exchange at the end of Skinner, and Merink, which I haven't rewatched recently, thank God, um, so I don't remember what that is, but if it had just been a very poignant, like, 50 years have passed, Mommy, I think we're in hell, people leaving that theater might have even had a slightly higher, like, oh, shit, so that was an experience of hell? That's what that was? Like, they, they might have, instead of being like, what the fuck did we just watch? None of that makes sense. I feel like that does add... A little bit more narrative than exists currently, and obviously not very much narrative either way, but right. that that line fucking well, and, and, me. and that's what I mean Ooh. is
0: like like obviously, I understood that this was like this was a couple this was a kid, uh, and something was happening where it seems like maybe he's having a weird uh sleepwalking nightmare or or something. Uh, and, and so like I got all of that, but there's, there was just a context, an overall through line that, uh, I just, I mean, you know me, I need a story, uh, and I didn't really, uh, uh, even, even heck, because like I say, I think it's, I think it's definitely better than the feature, uh, even that, like, uh, I think that line at the end is so crucial, because that's the line where you actually finally get to understand what you've been seeing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, and there's also that line, I, I, man, we ended up talking about this one quite a bit. There's an, a line earlier in the things. film, there's a line earlier in Heck, in the, in the short film, uh, where the kid says, I'm sorry I got cancer, and it's just one of the most difficult gut-wrenching things it's just like holy like that and that to me that just that little bit of context adds so much more to that experience of what's happening here
1: interesting because I think when we talked about Skinner Ringo on the other episodes and I told you I had watched Tech, I thought you said that was like a cheap play on like your emotions.
0: I may have thought that at one point. But yeah, I, that's why I think seen, that's
1: interesting. I,
0: I, I've only seen the film once before and this is the second time that I've seen it. Uh, and if that's yeah. a complete turnaround, then I don't know. Maybe, uh, it, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, no, but absolutely. no, I, I don't think it's like
1: it, a... A hypocritical thing. I think it's yeah. interesting if your perspective has changed. yeah. Just watching it, you this... weren't just bombarded with skin and <laughs> Yeah,
0: that that might have been a part of it as well. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, if this okay. is your vibe, uh, then that's your vibe. If it's not your vibe, it's not. I just I really uh, what I love about this film and also a film about like like the Outwaters is it's a perfect place uh, for me to to. Preach the the one thing that I'm I'm so trying to do with myself these days, uh, which is like I feel like language is so much more important than anybody realizes, and the way you talk about things uh, is so important. And I don't want to say ever that like this is a bad film just because oh, I'll say it. it didn't. <laughs> Not <about> this one. <laughs> just because it didn't. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, there are films where I'm just like, okay, this is. Ugh. And I'll (laughs) definitely get closer to it, but uh, uh, this is one where it's definitely, uh, it's either your thing or it isn't. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I... I really think they screwed themselves over and that's unfortunate because now next time that Kyle Edward Ball decides to do something experimental like this people are going to be tainted by it and (laughs) I really hope that they have figured out a better way because god I would have loved this as a art gallery or a Fargo theater or something besides telling me it's the scariest movie made because that is not what happens it is an unnerving movie just like the short film is I keep coming back to it I'm sorry I have strong opinions about both and i have had to argue for the last like half a year almost a year about skin and Rink* because people keep saying oh you like that movie and i go god damn it and i can't help myself
0: (laughs) there's a uh, there's a there's a film from last year that i kind of had the very same experience with and i think you know which one that is Uh, So I definitely know where you're coming from. Uh, We're all going to the World's Fair Fair is the one I'm talking about.
1: Oh, see, exactly. Completely not my vibe (laughs) uh, at all. So, yeah, we have very different like experimental Um, films. And and yeah, because that one I was like, how do you like that? Yeah.
0: And ultimately jokes on me, because even though this is definitely not uh, for me, either the short or the feature version. Uh, my podcast has now done three fucking episodes about it. So good on <laughs> you, Kyle Everball. You got people talking. It. You got people talking. And that's honestly like so much more important uh, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways than everybody liking your movie. Uh, so it's yeah. definitely that's definitely a, 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 a something to be commended.
1: Yeah, I mean, this movie, I didn't give a five. I didn't even give close to a five. I gave it a 2.75 when we did both. I think Scammer Inc. and Hack. I gave them both a 2.75 because they're the same. It's the same thing. Um, But they're the things that I have thought about the most over the last year of, like, movies that I've seen. They're the ones that I've talked about about the most it has kept my mind engaged well after the movie ended and i just want that i just want to keep thinking about things instead of being like that was a cool ghost and i never think about it again i would rather have these divisive films that keep people talking and entertained and i do need kyle edward ball to have a second chance because i need him to have the opportunity to direct the house of leaves movie i feel like he's (laughs) the only person who might be able to do it justice and i will keep advocating because i need this weirdness presented to me in a different way so that i can truly truly get involved in that labyrinth with the minotaur and all the weird fuckery of that book i needed a movie so badly
0: all right. I don't even have any idea what you're talking about right uh, now, Michelle. But uh, there,
1: <laughs> Hang on. I, I will just very quickly say that there is a type of book. I've forgotten the word for it, but it is where um, reading the book is not done in a traditional manner. Uh, reading the book is like a difficult exercise where the words spin around the pages or you have to read it backwards uh, at a certain point or it's different fonts or suddenly a different language. And uh, there's a specific word for it that I have right now forgotten. House of Leaves is one of those where you'll be reading and all of a sudden you're like, how the fuck am I supposed to read this page? And you have to go figure out like, oh, I'm working my way through the spiral. And we're just talking about a kitchen. Like, what does this mean? It's meant to engage you in a way that like makes you question everything. And there's a whole subgenre of these um, ones where Certain boxes in the pages are completely cut out and you're trying to piece together what was supposed to be there. There's a word for it. I will find it after this episode, I'm sure. But it's a very, very fun genre of book. They're very difficult to find. I need more of them. And House of Leaves is the first one that I read. And it is amazing. It's it's like Marink, but as a book where it's not going to be for everybody. It is a weird experience. And If you say like, wow, I like the House of Leaves book. People are like, what the how do you even read that? Like people are confused by it. It is the Marink of books and I need Kyle Edward Ball to get on it.
0: <laughs> so, all right. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll have to take a look at that. Uh, can you get it? In I have it. You can form? borrow it
1: god no absolutely (laughs) not i don't i don't even i'm maybe it exists out there but the audiobook would just be like somebody droning on you need the physical book i have it i will gladly lend it to you i just need it back mine isn't like an expensive cool version i wish i had the cool expensive version but you can you can absolutely borrow mine it is a wild fun thing to experience so. Awesome. <laughs> Skinner Marink Books, House of Leaves, check it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we uh, we came a long, long way. Uh, that's a capstone on week <laughs> one uh, shorts that and became. And a capstone features. on Skinner
1: Marink. We're episodes. never
0: going to mention it by name again. I, who am I kidding? Skinner
1: Marink, get it out of your system. Skinner it's done forever. Skinner Marink. Slamming that don't. cover <laughs> shut. Skinner you don't. Again,
0: I've God, said it before. So I think I said funny. it on both of those other episodes. That, whether you enjoyed the movie or not, was the most brilliant uh, review of the film, that of maybe any film I've ever seen, is when our dear friend Aaron walked out of that movie theater and just posted... Skinamarinky, don't.
1: (laughs) God, I hate how funny he is. That's That's my best friend for people who don't know. I posted that I loved bumblebees and they were the best bees yesterday. And he said, yeah, but you're really good at spelling bees. And I was so mad because I am. I'm a two-time spelling bee champion. And I was so mad. I didn't even respond. I didn't react. I hate how funny he is.
0: I'm really good at spelling bees, too. It's B-E-E-S.
1: Say goodnight, J.D. <laughs> <laughs> night, J.D. <laughs> wait, wait, do we need to give a number for this? Oh, we yes, bad? we do. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm just going to go with 2.75. That's why I, I don't because this time was like a one because I'm so tired of watching it. Yeah, I don't I don't know what I gave
0: heck when we talked about it earlier. Did we even give heck numerical ratings on that episode? I know
1: I didn't really I care. I don't for Skin remember.
0: Uh, I'm going to give heck uh, uh, just again for my experience of it. Uh, one and a half.
1: Oh, that's even higher than I thought it would be for you, because it is not your flavor
0: of tea. No, it's not. But uh, yeah. I have to respect that. There yeah. were well, little things about it that I did enjoy.
1: We have managed to make it through recording six episodes tonight. In one uh, for night. those of you listening, we recorded six of them in a single night. We had First multiple week. audio issues. Shorts uh, becoming
0: features. We did them all. <laughs> Just bam, 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 bam,
1: bam, bam. Yep. Bam. We'll do I, the was next six month bams? tomorrow. I, was six bams. I don't know. I can't count that many. Are we going to do the one next the ones
0: tomorrow? Is that the plan? No, please I, no. Please I, no.
1: Please no. It a was a joke. We have a new episode
0: to, draw, to watch. To <laughs> please play. don't make me. Oh, God. I no, need that's... to
1: recover. I had to watch so many shorts today. Yeah. I, I think I need a break, but, With that, like,
0: uh, Do we want to, <laughs> do we want to, do you think at this point people already know Uh, What the theme is next week? Would we have released any kind of promotional material that tells them what the theme for next week is?
1: Well, we can decide right now because that's in the future, and I am in the past. And whatever we decide right now is what we will go forward with.
0: Well, let's uh, let's uh, uh, let's just assume they already know. Let's give them the whole month to actually watch things. You know, maybe they gotta uh, take a. Uh, so, of course, next week uh, we start up our second theme, which at this point you already know, is the short films of Ari Aster, uh, uh, much-lauded director. Uh, recently uh, he uh, broke through with Hereditary, uh, did a, a film called Midsommar, uh, had his third feature, Bo Is Not Afraid, just premiered earlier this year. Uh, I still have not had a chance to see Bo is Not Afraid because I've been waiting to watch it with a very dear friend of mine. Uh, But I have decided that if we're not able to get it watched together, I am going to watch it on my own before we record the episode about the Bo short because that is one of the six that we are going to be talking about. Anyway, just Michelle and I both big, big fans uh, of Ari. I know he's also kind of divisive amongst horror fans because he does that quote unquote elevated horror which I've talked about as a terminology I hate but uh, we're we're going to be spending a whole week watching and talking about uh, the shorts of Ari Aster
1: yep and I have seen them all I'm very excited for you to check them out I have not you seen have a seen single any. one of them
0: uh, I, yep. I still have not watched any of them I'm going to get those all watched and uh, mm-hmm. very much looking forward to talking about uh, about Ari's films next week
1: yep they are super super different from one another so with only having three full-length films you've if you've seen all three you know how different his styles can be the shorts even more so he just can explore so many different genres and i think we're gonna have fun just going through his work
0: for Um, sure i'm
1: looking forward to talking about with somebody instead of just raving alone in my house (laughs) about these movies that's just I'm yelling at my cats like oh my god how did the short film Bo become Bo is afraid this is so different <laughs> and yeah I, I'm just I'm scaring them they're just like mom what's going on I'm like I'm not your mother I stole you from your real mother that's a John oh, Mulaney god. joke that I heard last week and I oh, laughed so
0: hard That's <laughs> fabulous say good night, Michelle really good. <laughs> good night Michelle we Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at WeWatchShutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way, on the web at wewatchshutter.com, or by email at Mail at WeWatchShudder.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it, if you dare.